Friend, Roman, country person, hello. Welcome to this week's Quiz Cupboard. I'm John and thanks for the loan of your ears once again. You know, the wrong answers that men give live after them. The correct are oft interred with their bones. So let it not be with episode 14 of this podcast. Now, what Shakespeare's saying with that passage is, even if you don't get the full 40 points from this week's quiz, that's 20 questions for a maximum of two points each, try and remember the ones you got right. And be proud rather than getting bogged down in the questions I made too difficult. Also, Brutus sounds like a pretty honourable chap. Uh, Round one is called Anything But. It pretty much explains itself. For each question, there are multiple possible correct answers. I just need one from you. The only snag is that I'll be removing one possibility from you, which I deem to be the easiest answer. So tell me anything but that. Hey, like the name of the round. That's clever. Question one, tell me any of the top five oil producing countries in the world in 2021, except Russia. There are, of course, four correct answers. So Russia, I would say known for its oil production, but can you tell me any of the rest of the top five in the barrels per day table for 2021, please? Question two, D-Day beaches except Omaha. There are four correct answers. So I'm looking for here any of the five Normandy beaches used to land Allied ground troops for the invasion starting on the 6th of June 1944, Uh, except for Omaha Beach. I would say that's the best known probably because, uh, well, it was the worst uh, to be on. But there were four other beaches being landed on at the same time. Uh, Can you tell me the nicknames of any of the other four, please? For question two. Question three, bit of a change of pace. Members of NSYNC, Except Justin Timberlake. There are four correct answers here. One point if you can tell me the first name only. Uh, Two if you can add a surname as well. So the other two questions before this, uh, two points or no points. But this one, you've got a chance of one or two. If you're a super NSYNC fan, you're going to name any one or even maybe all four just for your own satisfaction of the other members apart from most famous alumnus Justin Timberlake. Question four is, chemical elements named after astronomical objects except Mercury. Now, there are various elements in the periodic table named after celestial bodies, planets and such like. Mercury is the only one with the exact same name as the planet it's named after, but there are eight others named after things in the solar system. Tell me one of those elements, please, for two points. And finally, for round one, it's question five. Best picture Oscar-winning movies since 2005 set predominantly outside the USA, except The King's Speech. So there are four others, apart from The King's Speech, which is set, I think it's fair to say, mostly in the United Kingdom. Uh, There are four other movies. Tell me one of those, please, that are predominantly set not in America. And that uh, concludes round one. And here begins a brand new round two. It's called Slimericks. We've got some clues for you in the form of limericks. 
each of which this time is based on a story collected by the Brothers Grimm. You might call them fairy tales. You just have to say what fairy tale each is referencing. And to perform them, who better than the writer of such modern fairy tales as Stan and Rap God? Please give a warm welcome to Marshall Mathers III, a.k.a. The Real Slim Shady, a.k.a. Eminem. What's up, Joan? I'm actually very happy to be here. What do you mean, actually? I'm a big fan of the Brothers Grimm. I think their collections provide a vessel for a rich accumulated cultural wisdom, although I prefer to read them in original German. Oh, yeah, uh, me too, of course. No, I'm just kidding about the German, although my verse on Smackdown's based heavily on the tale of the mouse, the bird, and the sausage. Now, oh, that's a deep Brothers Grimm cut. Are you ready to do some limericks? Let's do this, I'm excited. There's vomit on my sweater already, metaphorically speaking. Okay, let's go with question one then. Remember, listener, you're trying to figure out what is the fairy tale. There was once a young maiden so fair, who was never let down by her hair, till a handsome young prince did his best to convince her that you could work better than stairs. Fab, thank you. I think I will just repeat that for the listener. It goes like this. There was once a young maiden so fair, who was never let down by her hair till a handsome young prince did his best to convince her that do would work better than stairs. What is the fairy tale that that is referencing? Okay, Slim, ready for question two? A brother and sister were dumb, so a gingerbread house and said young, but a witch lived inside, so the kids almost died and the birds ate the trail of breadcrumbs. That's right, so once again, a brother and sister were dumb, saw a gingerbread house and said yum. But a witch lived inside, so the kids almost died, and the birds ate their trail of breadcrumbs. What is the fairy tale there? I think you've got this. Question three, here it is. Imagine a story like this. Some amphibian asks for a kiss. When the lady complies, he turns into a guy, and the future is marital bliss. Yeah, I can't top the delivery, but I will read the words again. Imagine a story like this. Some amphibian asks for a kiss. When the lady complies, he turns into a guy, and their future is marital bliss. Tell me which uh, of Grimm's fairy tales that refers to, and we'll move on to question four. If a dude comes and drowns all your rats, you should pay him and leave it at that. If you try and cheap out, I can't say with no doubt, he will steal all your precious young brats. Okay, not the most human-sounding delivery there, but uh, here it is again. If a dude comes and drowns all your rats, you should pay him and leave it at that. If you try and cheap out, I can say with no doubt, he will steal all your precious young brats. That was question four, and question five is this. I still take some delicious baked goods to my granny who lives in the woods, but then when I get near, she has clothes that appear to be larger than grandmother's should. Okay, um... One more time, I should take some delicious baked goods to my granny who lives in the woods, but then when I get near, she has claws that appear to be larger than grandmother's should. There it is, question five. I hope you've got five fairy tales written down for round two. Let's see what round three is after this music. Would you like to go for double jeopardy where the scores can really change? All right, round three, let's try another new concept, shall we? This one's called Two Clues for You to Choose Who. Each question has two parts, a trickier first one and an easier second one, both of which lead you to the same answer, which will be a person's name. 
I'll read all five harder ones first, you write down an answer, and then I'll do the second lot of five, asking these slightly simpler questions. If you get the correct answer first time, you get two points. If you need the second question to get it right, it's one point. I'm only going to read each question once, I think, for time reasons, so feel very free to use those pause and rewind functions liberally as ever. Right, let's get going. So question 1A, the first part of question 1 is this. Which former actress founded and spearheaded the Just Say No anti-drugs campaign in America in the 1980s? All right, question 2A. Which writer, real name Eric Blair, was injured by a sniper when fighting in the Spanish Civil War? Question 3A. Who won the Golden Raspberry Award for Worst Actor in 2003 for three films, including romantic comedy Gili? Question 4A. Which artist, best known for self-portraits, was left in lifelong pain by a serious bus accident in 1925? And question 5A, which fashion model played the recurring role of Camilla Marx in the American TV series Empire? Alright, so have a go at all of them, even if it's a guess, because the slightly easier question is coming up for each. So even if you're wrong now, you can still get one point for a correct answer on the second pass. Right then, so question 1B with the same answer as 1A is this. Who was the first lady of the United States from 1981 to 1989? Question 2B. Which English novelist's work is the source of phrases such as thought police and big brother is watching you? 3B. Who married Jennifer Lopez in July 2022, 18 years after they had called off their initial engagement? Question 4B. Which Mexican artist was played by Selma Hayek in a 2002 biopic? Biopic. And question 5B. In 1988, who became the first black model to appear on the cover of French Vogue? So I hope I've explained that round well enough. Basically, it's all about your second lot of answers, really. If you get them right, you get a point per question. But the bonus second point is available if you got it right the first time round as well. Happy? Good. Wonderful. So round four uh, is coming up. Round four uh, could have been called any number of things, but for some reason it's still called Tossed in Translation. My preparation for this round has involved finding some famous opening lyrics to well-known songs and using Google Translate to filter them through whatever language produces a challenging and entertaining result. So translating them to that language and back to English again. I'll tell you the language as if that helps and then you know, you'll know you hear the lyrics and you must simply identify the song title for the two points. That's it. So... Question one, after travelling to Hawaiian and back, sounds like this. She looks like a beauty queen from a movie. I said no. But what do you mean? I mean it. Who dances on the floor in a circle? Honestly, who dances on the floor in a circle? Right, tell me the song title, that's all you need to worry about. Those weren't the original lyrics, were they? But they've been slightly changed by the translation process. What was the song and still is the song and title? Question two is this. The city where I was born, there was a man alive who sailed out to sea. He told us about his life in the land of submerged waterfowl. 
Yeah, the language Bambara there, by the way, from the country of Mali. Uh, so, song title, you know the drill. Here's question three, filtered through Ebo. You were working as a bartender at a bar when I met you. I took you out, I moved you and I turned you around, turn you into a new person. Yep, slightly odd, but that's how it shook out. Uh, here's question four, which I've, for the first time, have gone through Latin to achieve. This hit, this cold frost, Michelle Pfeiffer, white gold. This one, those hooded girls, good girls, right teachers. Yeah, probably not going to top the Latin charts, that one. Ha ha. Uh, luckily, it was originally written in English. What's the name of the song? And question five, Amharic is the language and here are the new lyrics. Get up, go back to the street. I bide my time. I took my chances. I walked the distance. Now back on foot. Only one person and his will to be saved. Okay, that's our last question of this week's quiz. There are answers, so let's have some music and then hear what they are. Right, gather round, it's the main event, the answers. But isn't the real answer whether you had fun or not? The answer to that is no. The answers are as follows, starting with question one of the anything but round. I asked you for any of the top five oil producing countries last year in 2021, except Russia. So the other four are USA, Saudi Arabia, Canada, and Iraq. If you said one of those four, you get two points. If you said anything else, you don't get any points. The USA topping the list there actually with over 11 million barrels per day, apparently, uh, followed by Russia and Saudi Arabia fairly closely. Then a, quite a big jump down to Canada and Iraq, both with around the 4 million barrel mark. Uh, sixth place and just outside the point scoring uh, territory was China. So unlucky if you said that. Question two was about the D-Day beaches, where the fighting was slightly less intense than at Omaha Beach, although I still wouldn't choose to have been there. The other answers are Utah, Gold, Juno, and Sword. So if you said Utah, Gold, Juno, or Sword, Beach, then you get the two points. That rounds out the five main beaches there in Normandy. Question three, members of NSYNC except Justin Timberlake, the boy band NSYNC. There, the other members are JC Shazay. I think I'm saying that right. JC for one point, JC Shazay for two points, Chris Kirkpatrick, uh, Joey Fatone, or Lance Bass. So, again, if you said a first name of one of those guys, then you get one point. But if you said a full name of any of them, you get two points. Uh, no extra points for naming them all, but you do get to be really cool. Question four. Chemical elements named after astronomical objects except mercury. So I'll list them and I'll also explain what they're named after because some of them, it's not immediately obvious. Uh, so eight answers here. Let's go. Helium is named after the sun. Selenium after the moon. Then we've got uranium, neptunium, plutonium, they, you know, they all pretty much explain themselves. They're named after planets and Pluto. Uh, tellurium apparently is named after the Earth. 
So Tellurium, I think it's unlikely you said that. Uh, Cerium is named after the dwarf planet Ceres. Uh, and finally, Palladium is named after an asteroid called Pallas, apparently. Again, I think it's likely you said one of the earlier ones in that list. But well done anyway, if you said any of those, for two points. And then the final question of round one. I wanted you to tell me any of the best picture Oscar winning movies since 2005, set predominantly outside the USA, except the King's Speech. What a well-phrased question. Uh, the four answers here are Slumdog Millionaire which is, yes, set in India. The Hurt Locker, which is mostly set in Iraq. Argo, which mostly takes place in Iran. And Parasite, which is in South Korea and indeed South Korean. So if you said Slumdog Millionaire, The Hurt Locker, Argo or Parasite, well done. Those are the four possible acceptable answers for question five of round one. And that is the end of the round one answers. I hope you got ten. Here's round two, Slimericks, and let's welcome back our guest. Guess who's back? Hey, there's a well-known phrase. It's me, Marshall. Remember, from earlier. That's right, so have you got some answers to those limericks? All right, so we asked the two questions. One was Rapunzel. Yeah, R Rapunzel. Rapunzel is the answer with the long hair. Remember all that? Uh, question two. And so number two, Hansel and Gretel. Indeed, we had a few famous elements from the Hansel and Gretel story there. Gingerbread house, trail of breadcrumbs, a, a witch. Yeah, Hansel and Gretel for two points. Question three. I was spitting about the Frog Prince. Indeed, Frog Prince, uh, which also has uh, a couple of alternative names. The Frog King. I think that's a more direct translation. Uh, or there's Iron Heinrich. Iron Heinrich. It refers to one of the servants of the prince who's not, not actually included in every telling of it. If you said that, uh, I'm fascinated by you as a person. Uh, if No, if you said the princess and the frog, you get one point here. That's my decision. It's a Disney film that you said, not a grim fairy tale. And it, the Disney film's a couple of steps removed from the grim tale. But, you know, you kind of got the right idea. So I'm going to give you a point. Well done, you. Question four. Number four was all about the mother flipping Pied Piper of Hamlet. Steady with the language there, Marshall. But yes, the Pied Piper of Hamlin, also known as the Rat Catcher of Hamlin. But the Pied Piper is the one, you know, that's the thing we're talking about, isn't it? Um, stealing children and the like. And answer number five, please. And the final answer of this incredible round is Little Red Riding Hood. Yes, Little Red Riding Hood, of course it was. Right, that concludes the answers to the Slimericks round, round two. Thank you very much again to late 90s era Eminem for reading those questions and answers with such aplomb. Thank you for inviting me. I had a good time. Hit me up if you need any more Slimericks. Maybe I will. Right, you go and have a sit down. I'll see you again after the show. I'll get on with the answers to round three here, which was the two clues for you to choose who round um each answer was a well-known person from history or from current time uh, and yes two clues for each one a harder one and an easier one and if you got it earlier you get two points if you got it later you get one point so question one was about a former actress who founded and spearheaded the just say no campaign in the 1980s in america and also happened to be the first lady of the usa in that time the answer is nancy reagan so you know the drill if you got it on that first clue then you get two points if you got it on the second clue you get one point if you didn't get it you get no points i'm sorry but it's true 
Question two was a, a writer. I gave you some clues. Real name Eric Blair was in the Spanish Civil War. Also introduced Thought Police and Big Brother is watching you. The answer is George Orwell, the uh, the author of 1984, where those phrases came from. And yes, involved in the Civil War in Spain in the 30s. And it was really called Eric Blair. So George Orwell for two points or maybe one point if you got it second time around. Question three was uh, an actor who has received the Razzie for Worst Actor in 2003 for Gili, uh, in which he co-starred, in fact, with Jennifer Lopez, who he is now married to many years later. The answer is Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. They were uh, they were prominently together in the early noughties, and now they're back together again. How romantic. Uh, question four was an artist who got injured, yes, in 1925 in a bus accident. Look it up if you uh, if you want to, although there is a bit of a content warning there. That's quite it's quite grisly stuff to read about. Um, Mexican artist played by Salma Hayek. The answer is Frida Kahlo. Uh, I can't name a huge amount of other Mexican artists off the top of my head. Question five is the fashion model who was in Empire and also uh, was on the cover of French Vogue, the first black model to do so. And the answer is Naomi Campbell. So if you got that on the first pass, two points. And if you got it on the second pass, one point. That's how that round worked. I hope you're happy with your score. Well, either way, we're going to move on to the final round answers, the translated lyrics, tossed in translation there. I said it again. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'll get the creepy voice to read them again, and then I'll read you the real opening lyrics and tell you the answer in the form of the song title. So question one was this. She looks like a beauty queen from a movie. I said no. But what do you mean? I mean it. Who dances on the floor in a circle? Hawaiian making some odd changes. The original lyrics, she she was more like a beauty queen from a movie scene. I said, don't mind, but what do you mean? I am the one who will dance on the floor in the round. The answer is Billie Jean, of course, by Michael Jackson, but that is less important to the quiz. All I wanted was the name of the song, so Billie Jean. Uh, two points if you said that. Question two sounded like this. The city where I was born, there was a man alive who sailed out to sea. He told us about his life in the land of submerged waterfowl. Or originally, in the town where I was born lived a man who sailed to sea, and he told us of his life in the land of submarines. I don't know how much uh, use of, for submarines the Bambara people of predominantly Mali have, but clearly submerged waterfowl was their preferred translation of that. The song title, by the way, Yellow Submarine. Uh, so Yellow Submarine for two points. Right then, question three, the Ebo translation was... You were working as a bartender at a bar when I met you. I took you out, I moved you and I turned you around, turn you into a new person. Not much changed here apart from a critical phrase. The original, you were working as a waitress in a cocktail bar when I met you. I picked you out, I shook you up and turned you around, turned you into someone new. But I think that first line is the most famous. The song is Don't You Want Me by the Human League from right here in Sheffield. But the, the song title is the important thing here, Don't You Want Me. I checked because I thought that might be a bit of a British-specific one, but no, it was number one on the Billboard Hot 100 as well across the pond So and did well in other countries too. So Don't You Want Me was question three. Question four sounded like this. This hit, this cold frost, Michelle Pfeiffer, white gold, this one, those hooded girls, good girls, right teachers. Yeah, turned into a bit of a weird shipping forecast by Latin there. The original, this hit that ice cold, Michelle Pfeiffer, that white gold. 
This one for them hood girls, them good girls, straight masterpieces. Sounds so good coming out of my mouth, doesn't it? The song is Uptown Funk, that Bruno Mars, Mark Ronson collaboration. Uptown Funk, your answer. And question five brings us to a close. Here it is. Get up. Go back to the street. I bide my time. I took my chances. I walked the distance. Now back on foot. Only one person and his will to be saved. This one seems like just a case of changing everything to the first synonym on thesaurus.com. The original words went like this. Rising up, back on the street, did my time, took my chances. Went the distance, now I'm back on my feet. Just a man and his will to survive. Uh, It's the Eye of the Tiger. Eye of the Tiger is the name of the song. Amharic being the language that it went to and from there, but Eye of the Tiger, the important, the pertinent information there. So well done if you got that, and well done if you got all of those in round four. Okay, well, I think it's all over, and oh, look at that, it is now. Thanks again to guest question master Eminem, and of course to you, fair listener. If you like what you've just heard and you want to do something nice and also easy to help, you can leave a review and or rating on the podcast platform you're using. I think particularly Apple value that kind of thing. So that will make the quiz cupboard easier for new people to find as I climb the rankings. You can also share stuff from the social media. Put your scores in the comments. Uh, Give me a like at quiz cupboard wherever you get your social media kicks. And quizcupboard at gmail.com is the email if you've got any questions, comments, corrections, complaints, and so on. Right, that's all I've got for you this week. I hope you had some fun. My name's John. I did all the questions and the little bits of music as always. That's been the quiz cupboard. Leave that cupboard door ajar, and I'll see you next time. Faville.